When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You're listening to Fox Sports 920, The Jersey. Let's head out to Winbury's on Palmer Square in Princeton. It's time for the Mitch Henderson Show. Here's your host, Derek Jones. Good evening and welcome to Winbury's Restaurant and Bar right here in downtown Princeton. Derek Jones with you for the Mitch Henderson Show as we bring you all things Princeton Tigers basketball. And we will have, of course, the head coach of the Princeton Tigers, Mitch Henderson, coming up in just a little bit as we recap what happened over the past weekend. And obviously for the Tigers, an unfortunate end to their 2017-18 season as they will now Uh, Get ready to start anew in the coming months, and we will recap what happened to the Tigers as it relates to Brown and Yale in just a few moments. But coming up tonight, we will hear from, of course, as we said, Mitch Henderson, but also Will Gladson and Jerome DeRosier as well. So the Tigers out in force here this evening at Winbury's Restaurant and Bar. We'll be back with you next week as well to finish up the season-long Mitch Henderson show right here on 9.20 a.m., the Jersey Fox Sports Radio. Well, let's go back to last Friday night as the Tigers, going into the weekend, needed a couple of breaks to get into the Ivy League tournament. They were trying to grab that four spot in the Ivy League tournament, and along with Columbia, Cornell as well, and Brown, remember, at the beginning of that weekend, all vying for that four spot. The Tigers come away with the first part of the equation, 78-7 to over Brown, a game where they really had some key performances from uh, the usual suspects, as they would say. Devin Kennedy, Miles Stevens, Amir Bell, the big three really accounting for a lot of the offense in that game. Miles Stevens with 22 points, Amir Bell with 21, and Devin Kennedy chipping in 
with 16 to help pace the Tigers. And once again, a strong defensive effort from Princeton to grab the 78-63 to win. And I think most impressively in that game, the performances of Desmond Cambridge and also Brandon Anderson, who was really limited from the first time around against the Tigers where Brown scored 102 points in a win. Those two were huge in that game. On Friday night, a combined 7 of 34 from the field. Anderson did not get a bucket from the field until very late in that contest. He shot 2 of 17 for the game. So a rough go for Brandon Anderson and Desmond Cambridge, and that really helped key the Tigers' defensive efforts. Also, Zach Hunsaker, one of their other key cogs, double-digit scorer on the season. He was just 1 of 2 from the field for 5 points in that game. Now, as a result of that, the Tigers needed some help elsewhere. Columbia lost to Dartmouth 80-78, to and then Harvard and Cornell. That was another part of the equation that the Tigers needed some help with. You needed Cornell to kind of settle back into that race a little bit. 98-88 to double overtime win for Harvard, so that set things up for Saturday night, and the Tigers needed some assistance again. They needed to win, and then they also needed a loss by Columbia, and they did get that 93-74, to but, of course, as we know, the Tigers unable to get over the hump against Yale. 94-90 win for the Yale Bulldogs in overtime. Incredibly, a sixth overtime game this season for the Tigers. Five of them in league play, which is just astonishing to think about uh, when you wrap your head around uh, what this year has been like in the Ivy League. It has been one of the most hotly contested years in recent memory in the Ivy League and you look at a lot of these games they could have come down and here or there and you look at a game like Saturday it was it was so frustrating in a sense in that regulation section where the Tigers kept getting a leader get over the hump in in overtime or excuse me in regulation but they finally come up with a huge run towards the end of the game in the last couple of minutes to overcome a late deficit by Yale, and they tied it at 79. And really, you have to tip your cap to the Tigers because in that second half, that part of the equation after Yale really shot lights out to start out the game, the Tigers battled back. They were down in the contest, remember, by eight points, 79-71, to with 241 left to go. And at that point, you know, trying to overcome an eight-point deficit that late in the game can be very tough. Aaron Young counters with a three, a couple of free throws by Amir Bell, and eventually a Miles Stevens layup off of a feed by Amir Bell tied it at 79. And then in overtime, the Tigers grabbed their first lead of the game at 80-79, to and then Amir Bell tacking on another free throw to make it 81-79. to And unfortunately for Princeton, they really weren't able to grab a lead uh, from that point on, it was really a tough, tough contest that you have to tip your cap to Yale. So many offensive options for the Bulldogs. It's interesting when you look at the game-end statistics for the Tigers. They had six players score in the game. All six of them scored in double figures. Amir Bell, in his final game with the Tigers, 20 points, 11 of 13 from the field in that effort, a team-high five assists 
as well. And we'll talk about Amir because a big day for him as we talk about the Ivy League superlatives coming up in just a bit with Coach Henderson. But again, six players for the Tigers in double figures, led by Amir Bell's 20, Miles Stevens with 17, and then Devin Kennedy and also one of our guests this evening, Will Gladson, each with 16, and Jerome DeRosier rounding out with scoring for the Tigers. He had 10 for Yale. A lot of offensive options for them. We mentioned, of course, going into the game last week, Mieoni, him being a big factor potentially in the contest. He had 18, but Azar Swain and Paul Atkinson off the bench combining for 35, and that shows you just the youth and the talent in the Ivy League. Those two very young players, a pair of freshmen that really contributed to the cause for the Yale Bulldogs, who now, as a result, will go on to the Ivy League tournament, whereas Princeton, because of the loss, Cornell ends up hopping into that fourth spot by virtue of their 86-75 win against Dartmouth on Saturday night. So the Ivy League tournament will consist of Harvard taking on Cornell on Saturday, and then in the second game, it will be Penn versus Yale. So we'll see what the Ivy League tournament has in store this weekend. Unfortunately for the Tigers, they will not be a part of it, but a tremendous campaign for many of the Tigers this past season, and we'll talk about that and much, much more here on the Mitch Henderson Show in just a few moments with the head coach of the Princeton Tigers, Mitch Henderson. But first, we'd like to thank Winbury's Restaurant and Bar located across from the University in Palmer Square. They've been great hosts for us over the past few weeks. Winbury's has been a Princeton favorite for more than 30 years. Whether it's lunch, dinner, happy hour, their late night menu, or Sunday brunch, you'll find a good reason to become a regular. Check them out online at princeton.winberries.com. We'll take a quick break, and then we'll come back with more from Park in downtown Princeton. This is the Mitch Henderson Show on 920 AM, the Jersey, Fox Sports Radio. More after this. Together, we're beating cancer, unlocking the mysteries of the brain, changing the way healthcare is provided, delivered, and imagined. Welcome to RWJ Barnabas Health, New Jersey's most comprehensive healthcare system, serving millions of people throughout New Jersey. So when it comes to your health and wellness, you're never alone. RWJ Barnabas Health. Let's be healthy together. Visit rwjbhinfo.org. Nice try, Mother Nature. Rain, sleet, snow, uh-uh, rookie moves. It's game day, and I'm not some fair weather fan. Give me all you got. Nothing stands between me and my team. The 2017 Nissan Rogue. Available with intelligent all-wheel drive for the not-so-fair-weather fans. Take on today. Nissan, proud partner of College Athletics. This is Shaq for Gold Bond Men's Lotion. Since you can't see my awesomeness right now, let me put it to you this way. Gold Bond Men's Lotion makes my skin look like... <laughs> Turn it up. Without it, your skin's like... Terrible. Again with... Nice. Without it. Lame. Gold Bond Men's Lotion. Skin strengthening proteins plus seven intensive moisturizers. Dry skin becomes healthy. Good looking. Man up with Gold Bond. Shaq here. Nobody likes traffic stops. But if there's a stop, we all want it to be easy, smooth, and safe. Safe Stop is designed to provide education about your rights and knowing the law. If you're stopped by the police, Things like staying calm and following the officer's instructions will make it a safe stop. Know your rights. Know the law. Visit safestopnj.com 
to learn more. Go to safestopnj.com. This tax season, AutoZone has everything your car needs. And now those parts and supplies come with more savings when you sign up for the AutoZone Rewards Program. You'll earn a $20 reward every time you spend $20 or more five times in one year. Save on five quarts of Pennzoil High Mileage or conventional and an STP filter for $24.99 or an STP Extended Life filter for $2 more. Visit any of our 5,000 locations nationwide and let's get you what you need. Learn more about AutoZone Rewards at AutoZone.com slash rewards. Restrictions and details in store. Get in the zone, AutoZone. And now, more of the Mitch Henderson Show with Derek Jones on Fox Sports 920, The Jersey. Welcome back to Winbury's Restaurant and Bar right here in downtown Princeton. It's the Mitch Henderson Show right here on 920 AM, The Jersey Fox Sports Radio. We are joined right now by the head coach of Princeton Tigers basketball, Mitch Henderson. Coach, welcome. Thanks, Derek. Glad to be here at Winbury's. Great to have you once again. And Certainly, it was an emotional weekend for the Tigers because of the, the ups and downs and the, the scenarios and everything that kind of factored in. When you take a look at the weekend and the end result, the Tigers not being a part of the, the Ivy League tournament, uh, talk about your feelings after the Yale game concludes and, and maybe a few things that you said to your team. Well, you know, <clears throat> there was a low point for us, and we, we had a, a season of them, but that one was really tough. And I don't, there's not a whole lot of words. And usually, when I don't have a whole lot to say, or I don't know what I was say, I, can't, I continue to ramble on. But that was a night, we're just talking to the seniors, mm-hmm. you know, that we, I thought we had, what, what a great opportunity for us on a, in a very difficult season to go into the last weekend with an opportunity to get to the tournament and the, the Ivy League tournament. And uh, we came up short. And as you mentioned earlier, in another overtime game, but you know it's just a—it's really a, a closing of the chapter and, and the book for the for the seniors, and you try to talk to them as much as you can. And in that game, we, we mentioned the the Tigers really fighting hard. I thought. I mean, you look at a game like that and how it starts. Sometimes you see teams kind of shrink at that point, and the game just kind of goes. And it's like one of those runaway train games where you're just—it's an uphill climb the whole way. But the Tigers persevered kept coming back kept coming back how about the fight of the team yeah. to stay alive in that game i thought i was very pleased with it i remember in 2010 we were playing i was an assistant at northwestern and we were playing butler and gordon hayward was a freshman we were at butler and i remember right in front of our bench he like caught the ball on a break and just ripped and i i remember going like holy cow like <laughs> the speed mm-hmm. You know, and I, you know, you sort of know you're in trouble. That's what it felt like. I thought they were really quick, right away. And we, yeah, they they hit us hard, and we were down, you know, at least maybe 15, you know, quick. And I was so happy that we got this thing back into a, a reasonable place with the ball to start the second half. And you know, you were right on. We had we just could not find an answer, and I don't think they were finding an answer against us. But uh, you know another overtime game you know all of a sudden you're like and i, and I was we were happy to get in overtime in that one you know it was uh it wasn't like we were going in there where their heads hung down so um uh, they they the, i thought the guys played with a lot of heart and you know it just we we could never find the the one stop that we needed if you look at all the overtime games and you look at every single minute and every possession of all of the overtimes that we played we came out enough times on the poor end of all of that to where you're, you start to, you know, it's not head-scratching anymore. There's, there's a problem, and you know, we, have, we have to fix, figure that out. And, and that's one thing that's kind of hard to take stock for 
when you're watching the game from our perspective as a broadcaster, but when you get into so many of these overtime games, I mean, how, how much of that from a coaching aspect is, man, it's another one. How do we get through? Do you approach each one kind of the same, or one game is its own entity? Good question. You know, we played we played a number of overtime games, and we played in a triple overtime game, right? You know, which was a very difficult loss too. Um, you know, we've been for for the previous two years, we were in a lot of close games. We were down eleven against Penn in twenty sixteen. We were with three and a half minutes left. You know, you're we've been down in overtime before. We we came back against Columbia, and then all of a sudden we go down six in overtime. In mm-hmm. all of those situations, I think that group and we felt like we were going to win and there's a snowball effect with that and then this year i thought there was a snowball effect with the overtime so you know i'm, I'm stepping back from it we're going to take a i'm going to take a hard look at everything but i think we had you know a, a head shaking kind of a moment when we would go to overtime and we, how do you overcome it? Well, play more. You know, I'm hoping that the next first game next year is an overtime game, and you come out on top. <laughs> I don't know any other way to do it. Go right back at it, and you know, play to win. One guy I wanted to ask you about that we'll actually hear from later on in the show. Will Gladson, 16 points from him in I believe 17 minutes. He just seemed to be really locked in offensively. How about his performance on Saturday? He was terrific, <laughs> terrific, and. Uh, you know, one play I thought was, like, really indicative of what we needed, not only in that moment but from our season, was an offensive rebound and a putback. Um, I think he got fouled, and they made both free throws. Um, made a hook, made two threes, made an easy 15-footer. He just had to look in his eyes, and he was pushing through some pain. So I thought he was very good. And, you know, at the end of the game, really felt like we needed some length to get ourselves back in with Richmond. So I thought both of our, I both thought both Will and Richmond had a, a really nice, um, a nice evening for us. And you know, you, I was just looking at the stat sheet with you, and you know, it's it's uh, the, you, we put ourselves in a position where we could possibly win. And uh, and Yale's a tough team to beat. I think they're playing really well, and uh, that would have been a hell of a win. Yeah, I mean, Yale, no question. They're going to enter. They're going to enter the Ivy League tournament, sixteen and fourteen on the season, nine and five in the Ivy League. But they're playing just as well, if not the best, of any team going into the tournament right now. Yeah. So, you know, I, years ago, I remember like you want to be playing your best basketball as you as you hit your league, right? Well, in some leagues, you know, you tend to play some of your best basketball even in late February and early March, and. I, th- I think they're playing really well. Now, we haven't seen Penn in a little while, but we've seen Harvard in, in a little while. You know, I do think anybody can get it done. I'm really happy that Brian's there with his Cornell team. They obviously played Harvard really tight, and they got him again uh, here a week later on a neutral court. So, But I, I, Yale's got uh, the kid, Paul Atkinson. They impressed me. They're a freshman big. And, um, you know, I think Mieoni, the, the kid, he, he presents a lot of matchup issues for people where, you know, reminds me of Steve Cook, the way he gets into the lane and the, the way the ball just fires itself for, to the corners. Um, and that's it's not like a normal pass, right? It just goes zip and right out of his hands. Um, and they, they, were, they caused a lot of problems for us. You mentioned the seniors and, and talking to them after that game finished up on Saturday. One guy, Amir Bell, ended up being named the Ivy League Defensive Player of the Year. Second straight year, the Tigers have been able to, to grab that honor. Uh, how about 
that as a, a way to go out for Amir Bell receiving one of the top honors in the league? Well, it's a, it's a, what a great recognition. And I saw Amir today, and I said, are you happy? And, you know, he, typical Amir, he just kind of said, yeah, kind of, you know. And it was uh, – <laughs> uh, he, he's he's such a humble kid and takes everything kind of in stride. But I told him how, how proud of him I was. And, you know, I explained to him, like, hey, this is a – a selection of the coaches in the league you know this is not something that we get to vote on as the princeton coaches we you vote for everybody else except for your own players for these things so it's a it's a testament to what people saw in him and um, i don't know i think there's there's great recognition in that and uh you know he should feel good about it also miles stevens and devin kennedy getting second team honors as well those guys recognized for for their strong seasons yeah you know i'm really happy for both of them too and um you know that's it's a really top to bottom you know it's a it's a very competitive league a lot of really talented players and i think devin and miles you know are in that mix too and i do think the teams that were rewarded with you know, some of the top recognition in the league were the teams that are you know either won the league or in that tournament and and that you know that's part of it right like is <clears throat> What are you doing to put your team in a position of success, not just yourself, right? And then your team then benefits from your performance. And then you look at and what this is what I think about when I'm voting is, uh, you know, what was that person's play throughout the course of the season, the, the Ivy League season, right? Like when it matters the most, what is that guy doing to make sure that he every single possession, every single time down that his team's in a great position of success? And I thought, you know, either, you know, Seth Towns ended up getting – player of the year right. but i thought aj Brodeur was was a really terrific player too and uh, uh, equally deserving a lot of accolades going around in the ivy league we mentioned uh, miles stevens and devin candy with the all ivy second team honors and as you said th that's kind of a testament to what's going on in the rest of the league i mean those guys had some amazing games during the course of the year and they're second team so i think that's that's a sign of where the direction of the league is headed but because there's so much youth. Yeah, it's a young league. Um, but, I, you know, I've seen this before where the, like, things swing and, you know, um, what the, the question then, is, then becomes, like, right? Because so, we're, we're in our off season already, right? So I'm, I'm already kind of thinking about a lot of the different things. But how do you handle the, the uh, riches, you know? Do you get fat? literally get fat figuratively get fat or do you use where you are right now to to make change and are you are you accepting of change so there's somebody hopefully a lot of the guys on our team but there's somebody out there that's like you know what this is this is going to change i'm going to make sure that and i'm going to make sure it's it's me and my teammates and i think that's what that's what's going on like last year you look at penn they were six and eight and here they are 12 and two and they're, you know, second place in you know, the two seed and league champs. And, you know, a lot of those guys that are recognized and, as honorable mention or second team all Ivy were not, were not last year. So there's so much you can, that can happen over the course of a summer, um, which, you know, is the testament to good players being in the league. For you now, what, what's the next couple of weeks going to be like? Do you take time to kind of decompress a little bit? Or you're still on, you're constantly on the treadmill. Do you take in the NCAA tournament, the Ivy League tournament? How does the next couple of weeks shape up for well, you? I'm sure I'm like the rest of the guys on the team. This is a hard year for, for us, a really difficult year for not just for us and for our team, but all the people that love us and support mm -hmm. us, our significant others, our, our families. Um, 
you know, the, the parents of the seniors the, in, and the, you know, because we, 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 we at Princeton, you know, there's a lot of pride in, in, uh, in um, the style and the play and the culture of Princeton basketball. And, the, and, and I don't think any of us felt this year that that was reflected on the court. So um, I think it's time to kind of pull away and obviously take a little bit of time in, uh, with my family, but also uh, to think about the process and, and pull away and, and take a larger macro view at, at it. Um, and then also the guys need a break. You know, they hear my voice all the time. They need a break from that. Um, some more so than others. <laughs> and, uh, and, and we need a break from them too. And then the, the goal would be that when we get back, I'm meeting with my staff and talking to everybody that's close to the program, our trainer, our strength and conditioning coach, my athletic director, Molly, uh, you know, and, you know, li- listening to what everybody has to say, you know, I want to hear what, you know, what everybody has to say and kind of take, absorb it. And then, uh, you know, the spring has got to be really special for us. And you know, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to be very excited when that time comes, but I know it, there needs to be some time between now and then for all of us, just, just to get perspective. Like the two guys that are here tonight, they, uh, they've been in the gym the last two days mm-hmm. and, uh, that's great. But also they need to get some rest because it's a long year, you know, and your body, well, your mind might say one thing, your body does need some time off so that when you do come back, you're excited to get back at it. Well, Coach, thank you very much for your time uh, this season, and certainly we look forward to what's to come here for the Tigers. Well, thanks, Derek. I, you know, look, this has been a lot of fun with you. Yeah, and, uh, absolutely. You know, we haven't had always the, the best uh, things to talk about, but we're talking about hoops. Yeah, we're doing it at a great bar here in Wins- Winberries, and uh, you know it's it, it's been a pleasure. Thank you very much, and we will have more right here on the Mitch Henderson Show on 9:20 a.m. The Jersey Fox Sports Radio. Stay tuned. Need a charter bus for school trips, concerts, sporting events, or more? Call Suburban Transit, a Coach USA company. It's the official bus company of Princeton University Athletics and has offered the finest charter bus service available with safety, luxury, and reliability for over 50 years. New state-of-the-art buses will make your trip relaxing and enjoyable, so don't delay to charter a bus. Call Suburban Transit today, 800-222-0492, or visit online at SuburbanTransit.com. Suburban Transit, driven with pride. Hi, I'm Noah from Clean Eats Meal Prep, a company dedicated to providing you with delicious and healthy meals, perfectly portioned and delivered right to your door. Ready to enjoy for lunch at the office, dinner at home, or anywhere you like. Our menu of great tasting, nutritionist approved meals contains only the freshest and highest quality ingredients. Our meals aren't just the kind you want to eat. Our meals are also the kind that you know you should eat. Don't take my word for it. Place your order now at cleaneatsmealprep.com and see for yourself why everybody's going crazy for Clean Eats. Tiger fans, come cheer on your Princeton men's lacrosse team as they host 13th-ranked Rutgers this Saturday at 1 p.m. at Class of 1952 Stadium. The first 250 fans in the gates will receive a free shirt and stick around post-game for autographs with the team. Secure your seats today at GoPrincetonTigers.com slash tickets or call 609-258-4TIX. Again, that's Princeton and Rutgers this Saturday at 1 o'clock. Hey, sis. It's nice to be able to meet for lunch for once. It is. I was wondering if you'd want to cancel. What with it being bring your pet to work day in your office today. What? How did you find that out? Well, your colleagues seem super excited that the company has finally agreed to it. Wait, but 
That hasn't been... Oh, I would just love to bring Dixie to work. Could you imagine? Hey, how do you know so much? It's all on Indeed.com, on your company's page. Sounds like a pretty exciting place to work, actually. The culture seems like a great fit for me. And I noticed there were openings for account managers. Um, I think it could be a bit weird working together. I... <laughs> Relax, little sis. I'm kidding. Eat your salad. How we find jobs has changed. On Indeed.com, our company reviews give you the inside track on thousands of companies. You can research salaries, benefits, company cultures, and more. All on Indeed.com. Search for greatness. Search Indeed, the world's number one job site. Indeed is the world's number one job site according to Comscore Total Visits. And now, more of the Mitch Henderson Show with Derek Jones on Fox Sports 920 The Jersey. When you join us live each Tuesday from 6 until 7 here at Winbury's Restaurant and Bar, Miller Lite and Yingling Drafts are just $2. If you can't join us tonight, there's always lunch or dinner the rest of the week. And don't forget about their Sunday brunch buffet. You'll really enjoy the selection, whether you have a taste for something sweet or savory or both. You'll find more details at princeton.winberries.com. This is the Mitch Henderson Show right here on 920 AM, The Jersey Fox Sports Radio. We are joined right now by two very special guests, Will Gladson and Jerome DeRosier. Gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thank you. And Will, on Saturday for the Tigers, the 94-90 loss to Yale. In that game, you had 16 points in 17 minutes. Uh, how about the, the execution on your behalf offensively and your mindset heading into that game? Yeah, I mean, I think the team, we need a little bit of a boost. Uh, we got out to a little bit of a slow start. Um, my goal was just to make every minute that I played count. Um, you know, there was that ended up being the last game of our season. Um, there was nothing to hold back. I think everyone kind of had that mindset. And so I just wanted to get out there and you know, try to make every extra effort play that I could, you know, and it just so happened to fall my way on the offensive end. Jerome, meanwhile, for you, 10 points as a part of the effort. It was an unusual game in the sense that everybody who scored had at least 10 points in the game for the Tigers. Uh, Same question for you. Yale is a very tough team to play against as a whole, but you and some of the other Tigers seem to find your stride offensively, especially as the game wore on. Yeah, I mean, we knew we had to to be aggressive uh, offensively. Uh, we try to move the ball a lot, um, and coach said, uh, if we can make 19 threes and a half, let's do it. Uh, so I think um, that really told us that we could, you know, if we had the open shot, we could take it. Uh, so the confidence just went up uh, when he said that. Six overtime games this season. What's that experience been like? Uh, I mean, it's it's fun. Uh, it's obviously tough, mm-hmm. uh, especially when you don't uh, come out, uh, you know, on the, the good side of it, but... Um, we learned a lot from it, that's for sure. Uh, now we know that next year we're going to have to work even harder, uh, you know, to, to win those games. Uh, but overall, it was a good experience for sure. Will, as a sophomore, your sophomore year concludes. Is there anything that you take from, from this season um, that you look and say, okay, junior year, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, or have you had time to kind of process all of that stuff yet? Uh, it's pretty recent, so I haven't had too much time to process. I think um, the major takeaway that I'm taking from this season is that um, everyone just kind of needs to give a little bit more. I think we took, I took for granted a little bit um, the senior class that left me after my freshman year. Um, I don't think very many of the, the guys we still had around um, kind of knew how to fill those footsteps. Uh, and I think that that's going to be 
my biggest challenge moving forward and what I'm going to work hardest at um, in my years to come is kind of getting to the point where I can be like Spencer and Steve and Pete. Um, you know, anchors on the defensive end and, you know, very vocal in the locker room and in practice and stuff. Jerome, I've often talked to Coach Henderson about the concept of freshmen and how, how they're involved. And he said on a few occasions, you know, at a certain point of the year, the freshmen aren't freshmen anymore. They, they kind of have turned the page to the sophomore year already. Hey, how did this year progress for you from that perspective? Uh, When you come in, you don't know much, and you learn quickly. Uh, but I think, even even when we were in Hawaii, I think he was always trying to tell me that I'm not a freshman anymore. You've you've played enough minutes, uh, you've played enough games that you should play as a sophomore. You should even try to be a leader if you can, you know. Um, so I think he, he really focuses on that. Um, it's good that he he trusts us like that to you know to be to have that role, especially as a freshman. Um, but I think it's. It's always good to think about you know the, the years coming come in and it's uh it's important but yeah <laughs> going into Saturday and and into the weekend as a whole how much of the well if this happens then this happens the, the Ivy League tournament scenario how much does does that actually get into your head do you even worry about that stuff at all or you just say okay we just need to win games yeah we we knew we we needed some help uh, coach said it for sure but we were focusing on on winning. Mm -hmm. And I think we took care of business on on Friday against Brown, and then on uh, Yale we just we knew we knew we had to win, so we didn't focus on the other you know uh, aspects of who had to win and stuff. And um, I think that was our, our main focus, just winning. You know, will defensively the team really seemed to get its second wind as far as a game in and game out basis. Even the game on Saturday, you give up 94 points, but. There was a big stretch in there where you needed some significant stops to get it to overtime, and you got those. How has this team progressed defensively within the last three or four games? Yeah, I think I think a lot of the kids on the team really grew up over the, the course of the Ivy League season. Um, you know, after we had that rough stretch of seven games, you know, it was kind of like this is what needs to happen. I mean, we, we still have a shot. We can still get in this thing, but we need to really bear down on the defensive end. And we had a great week of practice after Harvard-Dartmouth. And, um, you know, we were really just trying to hone in on, you know, transition defense, you know, everything that we could do to, you know, luck favors the prepared. And so we just wanted to be as prepared as we could and, you know, do everything that we could to maybe come out. You, this is always an interesting transition from the standpoint of it's the end of the freshman year and now you get set for – the, the, the rest of your, your Princeton career. Is there anything in the beginning of your freshman year from the first practice that maybe by the end of the season you felt like, okay, I, I learned something that I wasn't quite expecting to learn while playing with this team? I mean, you learn it, like I said, from first practice that you're going to have to work and give you 100% every practice. Mm -hmm. Obviously in high school there's some days that you don't feel as good and you don't, you don't have to work as hard and you can still – act like you you know you're playing well pretty much but here is it's different you know every day is uh you got to show up and, and work and i think uh i learned that quickly and i and i and you know and i try to do it every day but it's going to be uh i'm gonna have to do it for the, the next three years that's for sure well gentlemen we're going to take a quick break when we come back we'll have more right here from winbury's restaurant and bar in Denver.
9.20 a.m. The Jersey, stay tuned. More headed your way right after this. Hey, Tiger fans, come out to Jadwin Gymnasium this year and catch Princeton basketball. Group outings are a great way to entertain clients, bond with teammates, and have fun with friends and family. Discounts and exclusive benefits are available for groups as low as 20, and group tickets start at just $5. For more information about group tickets, call 609-258-6631. And for a complete schedule, visit GoPrincetonTigers.com. Shaq here. Nobody likes traffic stops, but if there's a stop, we all want it to be easy, smooth, and safe. Safe Stop is designed to provide education about your rights and knowing the law. If you're stopped by the police, things like staying calm and following the officer's instructions will make it a safe stop. Know your rights, know the law. Visit safestopnj.com to learn more. Go to safestopnj.com. This tax season, AutoZone has everything your car needs. And now those parts and supplies come with more savings when you sign up for the AutoZone Rewards Program. You'll earn a $20 reward every time you spend $20 or more five times in one year. Save on five quarts of Pennzoil high mileage or conventional and an STP filter for $24.99 or an STP extended light filter for $2 more. Visit any of our 5,000 locations nationwide and let's get you what you need. Learn more about AutoZone Rewards at AutoZone.com slash rewards. Restrictions and details in store. Get in the zone, AutoZone. What a day for tennis. You ready to play? Ugh. Is everything all right? This side is pressure. Allegra D knows that allergy congestion can get in the way of enjoying the moment. Uh, go ahead and practice without me. Allegra D helps you break through congestion fast. Allegra D combines a non-drowsy antihistamine plus a powerful decongestant for 24 hours of congestion-free breathing. Whoa, nice volley. How about another set? Only if you go easy on me. <laughs> get Allegra D and get back to the moment. Starts working in one hour. Available at the pharmacy counter. This is Shaq for Gold Bond Men's Lotion. Since you can't see my awesomeness right now, let me put it to you this way. Gold Bond Men's Lotion makes my skin look like... <laughs> Turn it up. Without it, your skin's like... Terrible. Again with... Nice. Without it... Lame. Gold Bond Men's Lotion. Skin strengthening proteins plus seven intensive moisturizers. Dry skin becomes healthy. Good looking. Man up with Gold Bond. And now, more of the Mitch Henderson Show with Derek Jones on Fox Sports 920, The Jersey. For more than 30 years and counting, Winbury's Restaurant and Bar has been a Princeton favorite. The menu here features traditional American fare, so there's something for everyone in the family. And don't miss Winbury's happy hour and late night food offerings. Located in Palmer Square across from the campus, there's a reason Winberries has become Princeton's neighborhood restaurant. Check them out at Princeton.Winberries.com. Derek Jones back with you, joined by Will Gladson and Jerome DeRosier of Princeton Basketball. Gentlemen, with the Ivy League tournament coming up this weekend, you've obviously seen Harvard, Yale, and also Cornell and Penn. Anything about those four teams surprise you this season as far as how they played when, when, they, when you saw them? I don't think so. Um, they all they all played well. Um, Cornell was the one team. I mean, we beat them at home. We had them on the ropes at their place. Um, but Penn Penn played us, you know, really tough both times. Um, Harvard Harvard had a good year. Seth Towns Player of the Year. I mean, you know, that that's a good group of teams. How about you, Jerome? Yeah, same thing. Um, I think the only spot that was 
not surprising, but that we really didn't know was the fourth spot. You know, right. we were in that the Columbia too. So, like he said, I think Penn and Harvard deserved it. Uh, same thing with Yale; they played great. And then Cornell, like I said, like good, great team. And nothing surprising to me. Will, as you moved on throughout your sophomore year, and you saw this guy over here to my left, Jerome, enter the program, did you ever try to impart some words of wisdom to him as far as how to handle the the, the freshman year? Yeah, I mean, Jerome and I, you know, we've been talking a lot. I hosted him on on his officials here. Oh wow! Um, last year, uh, main thing I to tell Jerome was just, you know, kind of calm down. Let let the game come to you. I remember, I remember playing at Butler, um, and I never played as significant minutes as Jerome did. I played some significant minutes last year, but I, I didn't start a game last year. I was always coming off the bench, so I didn't really know how to approach that part of the game, but. I just tried to make sure to tell him, like, you know, you're a good player. You have to play hard. Just try to make, make sure the game slows down your head at least a little bit, uh, and you'll be all right. And you can really tell that he started doing that over the course of the year um, and really was stepping up in that leadership role that Coach wanted him to have um, by the end of our season. What have you learned from Will in that regard by watching him on the floor and in practice every day? Uh, I think his work ethic, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Every time he comes on the floor, works, and gives us 100%, like I said, um, even when he's tired. I mean, he did it in the Yale game when he was, his knee was bothering him a little bit, which showed how, you know, how hard he wanted, how, how hard he wanted to win. Uh, that affects me for sure, and I think it affects the whole team as well. Uh, but Will taught me how, like he said, not to worry about the playing time necessarily early on in the year. I started, I think, my first freshman game, uh, you know, that first game of the year, and then I think the next game, I, next game I didn't start. And I was worried a little bit, but he told me that, to relax it's it's no more freshman you know it's not uh it's not every day that you see a freshman starting especially uh especially me you know in college basketball but um he taught me a lot and i think it's it was really helpful especially in, in, in the freshman year what was that experience like because butler playing at butler i mean there are a lot of fans there it's a loud place the fans are kind of on top of you that had to have been an incredible experience yeah it was really fun um the fans were they were loud uh trying to you know yell our names and say some stuff about you know what we look like and all that stuff but <laughs> but we like it i mean when they when they do that i mean it, it means you're a good player and they they try to you know get you out of their or your game but i like it personally <laughs> coach henderson mentioned when he was on about how you know season just ended and you two were already in the gym what's what's the process here over the next few weeks and months as you look forward to next season do, is there any downtime or do you do you say okay let's let's get back on the treadmill let's keep going yeah i mean there's there's definitely downtime i think for me especially there was there's a bunch of people down at the gym actually mm-hmm. and have been the last couple of days and i think for me it's kind of like this has been my daily routine for the last right. however many months and i can't really like see myself like breaking it i mean i'm gonna go down to the gym i'm gonna go to the training room i'm gonna stretch i'm gonna ice um that's what i have to do and it's great to see guys like jerome and you know for extra extra free throws um jerome devin and myself are down there shooting throws but i definitely think that you know you need to take time to get away from the game for for at least a little bit um but you know spring workouts are right right around the corner and, you know, it's important that we hit the ground running um, so that what happened this year doesn't happen, happen ever again. And, uh, you know, I think we should just keep moving forward from here. Academically, and that's one of the always the, the trickiest components of Ivy League student-athletes handling that. How about the academic side of things? What, what keeps you guys up at night with the books? I mean, midterms are coming up next week. Yep. Uh, we're going to have to – now we have more time to focus on that for sure. 
Um, but other than that, I mean, personally, I don't have any big troubles in class in the classroom. We actually take a, a politics class together, uh, public opinion, and mm -hmm. I think we just we just now we don't we can you know work hard on that for sure. We have great conversations about <laughs> the stuff we learn in class, and then you know make sure we do great on the, the midterms before Will, before break. Well, how about you? Uh, I've I've got some heavy reading courses this mm -hmm. semester. Um, nothing too bad. Um, music. Uh, I'm I'm in a class called Earth Blues in the Golden Age of Rock. Oh wow! It's a music okay. Class and it's really interesting. I mean, I I love going to these lectures. I mean, mm -hmm. we get to hear samples and stuff, and it's who, a really cool class. Who do you learn about in there? Um, like Buddy Holly, early okay. Elvis. Um, just like different. Like we just wrapped up a lecture on the Beach Boys for last last week oh, and wow. like surf music and um, it's pretty cool. I mean it's it's music that I haven't ever heard before, but it kind of fits my taste in music. So I'm kind of annoying everyone by like playing it in the locker room when I walk in. And there's a, there's a few guys in the in the class though, so it's a good time. Have you learned anything musically that that you didn't from from Will's experience and what he's playing in the the so locker? We share we we like the kind of same time of music. Uh -huh. I listened to actually early. 1950, 1960s music. Like I like, you know, I'm very uh, diverse in my uh -huh. <laughs> music choice. Uh, but he he always comes up with a song that I've never heard before, and I, and I, I just you know add to my my playlist. And I, li I like sharing <laughs> that with him. It's it's fun. Yeah. You know? Well, gentlemen, thank you very much for for joining me here this evening. It's been fun watching you guys play this season, and best of luck to you in the coming years. Thank you very thank much. You. Thank you very much. What we'll do right now is get ready for a quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up here at Winbury's Restaurant and Bar in downtown Princeton. We'll go over some of the Ivy League honors as well with the first and second team honorees, player of the year, defensive player of the year, and a whole lot more. And also look forward to what's to come this Saturday in the Ivy League tournament. This is the Mitch Henderson Show right here from Winbury's Restaurant and Bar in downtown Princeton. We'll have more headed your way on 920 AM, The Jersey, Fox Sports Radio, right after this. So you're interviewing a candidate, and he starts asking you questions. You're surprised. You're supposed to be the one leading the meeting. How does he know so much about the culture, the leadership, and where did he find out about the takeover? Don't panic. It's not you. This is what it feels like to interview a well-prepared candidate. He's read about your company on Indeed.com and has immersed himself in your culture. Or he may just be the world's most perfect interviewee. Either way, he's making your job easier. So enjoy it. How we find jobs has changed. On Indeed.com, our company reviews give you the inside track on thousands of companies from both employers as well as past and present employees. You can research work-life balance, salaries, benefits, company cultures, and more, helping you to make informed decisions, all on Indeed.com. Search for greatness. Search Indeed, the world's number one job site. Indeed is the world's number one job site, according to Comscore Total Visits. The biggest thing to happen to Barbasol since shaving cream is also the only thing to happen to Barbasol since shaving cream. New Barbasol Razors. Premium disposable razors with a pivoting head and ultra-thin blades. No wonder it took us nearly a century to develop razors this awesome. You're looking good, America. You're shaving with Barbasol. Barbasol. Find new Barbasol razors now at ShopRite. Progressive presents Mind Flowness with Flow. You are rising further and further into the universe of bundling. Within that universe, you see your home and auto insurance, 
floating together like two opponents on a swing set after a big game, sharing a churro. Ascend into savings when you bundle your home and auto insurance with Progressive. Visit Progressive.com today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Tiger fans, come cheer on your Princeton men's lacrosse team as they host 13th-ranked Rutgers this Saturday at 1 p.m. at Class of 1952 Stadium. The first 250 fans in the gates will receive a free shirt and stick around post-game for autographs with the team. Secure your seats today at GoPrincetonTigers.com slash tickets or call 609-258-4TIX. Again, that's Princeton and Rutgers this Saturday at 1 o'clock. And now, more of the Mitch Henderson Show with Derek Jones on Fox Sports 920, The Jersey. Welcome back to Winberry's Restaurant and Bar right here in downtown Princeton. Derek Jones with you for the final segment of the Mitch Henderson Show. And we will remind you that next week will be the season finale, if you will, of the Mitch Henderson Show, as we will be joined by the Princeton Tigers assistant coaches, including Sky Edden, Brett McConnell, and, of course, Kerry Kittles, as they take a look at what's to come here for Princeton basketball heading into next season. And, I mean, it's – and we'll get into a little bit more of a season wrap uh, next week, but you heard a lot about the six overtimes and, and things like that. And, I mean, it, this – 2018 Ivy League campaign. I mentioned it on on Twitter that it was the craziest year I've seen since I've been covering the team dating back to 2012. And there have been some really wild scenarios involving the league title and different things over the last couple of years since I've been covering the team. But it's such a talented and uh, talent-rich league that you wonder – moving forward how they will perform in the NCAA tournament we've already gotten a glimpse of that over the past few years in particular with the performances by Yale of course the Tigers drawing within a couple of points of defeating and shocking Notre Dame in the NCAA tournament a season ago so we'll see what the rest of the Ivy League season has in store for the other teams involved here that are remaining and and we'll talk about that in a moment because certainly the eyes of college basketball will have already turned in some, to some degree to what's happening with March Madness, with the conference tournaments taking full flight over this past weekend, and certainly they will do so even more this upcoming weekend. But when you look at the Ivy League tournament here, we talked about it a little bit at the top of the show. Harvard, Yale, and Cornell. But I think that outside of maybe Cornell winning, I think that would be a shocking result to people if if they won two but I, I think if you gave me any combination of a championship game I wouldn't be wildly surprised if you gave me uh, a tournament that ended up with Harvard Yale or Penn winning I really wouldn't be that surprised and then even Cornell you look at Cornell this year and yes they have certainly had uh, some issues on the defensive side they've also had some issues offensively at times you know, the Tigers beat them earlier this season by 37. And you have to remind yourself, though, despite all that, when this team is clicking, they have the top scorer in the Ivy League and one of the best low post players in the Ivy League. That's a good building block to work from, especially 
in a tournament environment. So I, I think that matchup on Saturday between Harvard and Cornell, I would not be surprised if we saw a repeat in terms of how close uh, that game is. Harvard was not able to shake Cornell in that contest for much of the game and then eventually did, but it took them a couple of overtimes. It will be very key to see what they can actually do uh, in terms of going against Stone Gettings. I think that's one of the key matchups in the game. Stone Gettings got into foul trouble, eventually fouled out against Harvard, and that really hurt them in that last matchup that actually went back to last weekend. It's bizarre. All of the games that are taking place this Saturday are rematches of games that happened just this past weekend. So you have, of course, Penn and Yale, who were in a last-second game on Friday where Yale gets a late shot to beat Penn. And then, of course, Harvard and Cornell going to, to double overtime. With the other game, it's a great advantage for Penn to be in their building, but nobody in the Ivy League is playing better than Yale right now. And I think, you know, you look at that scenario that play out for the Tigers last weekend, I think you had to feel good about it. However... Winning at Yale has been tough for the Tigers over the years. It's especially been tough when James Jones has brought some of these really talented crews in to whether it be Jadwin or also uh, Lee Amphitheater as well. So we'll see what happens as a result of the Ivy League tournament this weekend. I would not be surprised to see the Crimson win, but then again, Yale uh, could very well grab the the Ivy League tournament. We'll see what happens. I mean, it's a tough matchup for sure for Penn, and they have the home court advantage, and we'll see what happens there, and if they can use that home court advantage to do something they could not do last year, and that's win the semifinal, and then move on to grab the Ivy League title and the automatic bid into the NCAA tournament. If the winner of the Ivy League tournament does not end up being Harvard or Penn, it'll be interesting to see which team gets the NIT bid. Uh, we'll have to check and see what that will be. I believe it will be Harvard because of a tiebreaker. But while we have a moment here, before we round things out, a quick tip of the cap to the All-Ivy League honorees, especially Devin Cannon and Miles Stevens, who finished with All-Ivy second team honors. A tremendous bit of recognition for those two. And, of course, Amir Bell winning the Ivy League Defensive Player of the Year. Second straight year, the Tigers grab uh, that award. Miles Stevens doing it last season for Princeton. The Ivy League Player of the Year, a rare choice in terms of a sophomore. It went to Seth Towns of Harvard, and, and he statistically is their best player, and he's really their go-to guy offensively in particular. It's funny because you can certainly take a look at some of the other Cogs on that team, especially Chris Lewis as a player, certainly worthy of some significant recognition. Towns and Lewis also receiving first team honoree mentions as well. So a lot going on in the Ivy League. Of course, the Ivy League coach of the year ended up being Steve Donahue, and you, you could see from last year that he was starting to turn the corner after that really rough 0-6 start. They've been on fire in the Ivy League since. They finished the year 6-2 and two outside of the loss to Princeton in the Ivy League tournament, and then they end up this past season with a mark of 12-2 and two in the Ivy League with the two losses being to Harvard and also to Yale. So 
A big run for the Ivy League coming up. And also congratulations to Princeton University women's basketball who will be participating in the Ivy League tournament this coming weekend. They will take on Yale Saturday evening in the first matchup. And we'll see if the Tigers can make their way back to the NCAA tournament. I believe this, if my math is correct, the sixth time Courtney Banghart has won the regular season Ivy League title for the Princeton women's basketball program in 11 seasons. So a remarkable accomplishment for that program as they try to make their way back to the NCAA tournament. Of course, that memorable season a few years ago where they ran the table in the regular season, went unbeaten in the regular season, and then ended up winning an NCAA tournament game. Should be a fun time at the Palestra in Philadelphia. Hopefully the Tigers can get back there on the men's side next season. That will do it for our coverage here from Winbury's Restaurant and Bar for the Mitch Henderson Show. We'll be back with you coming up next Tuesday for the season finale of the Mitch Henderson Show right here on Fox Sports Radio 920 AM, the Jersey. Special thanks to Will Gladson, Jerome DeRosier, and of course, the head coach of the Henderson. I'm Derek Jones saying so long. We'll talk to you next week. Together, we're beating cancer, unlocking the mysteries of the brain, changing the way healthcare is provided, delivered, and imagined. Welcome to RWJ Barnabas Health, New Jersey's most comprehensive healthcare system, serving millions of people throughout New Jersey. So when it comes to your health and wellness, you're never alone. RWJ Barnabas Health. Let's be healthy together. Visit rwjbhinfo.org. Nice try, Mother Nature. Rain? Sleet? Snow? Uh Uh-uh. Rookie moves. It's game day, and I'm not some fair-weather fan. Give me all you got. Nothing stands between me and my team. The 2017 Nissan Rogue. Available with intelligent all-wheel drive for the not-so-fair-weather fans. Take on today. Nissan, proud partner of College Athletics. You're on the couch watching the game and your friend hands you an ice-cold bottle of Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. This is a big moment. That's the sound you love. And that new and improved taste? Yeah, that's the refreshing, delicious, real Coca-Cola taste that you just can't get enough of. All this with zero sugar and zero calories. Perfection. And then... Touchdown! Refresh your game day with the new and improved taste of Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. Taste the feeling. Hi, I'm Noah from Clean Eats Meal Prep, a company dedicated to providing you with delicious and healthy meals, perfectly portioned and delivered right to your door. Ready to enjoy for lunch at the office, dinner at home, or anywhere you like. Our menu of great tasting, nutritionist approved meals contains only the freshest and highest quality ingredients. Our meals aren't just the kind you wanna eat. Our meals are also the kind that you know you should eat. Don't take my word for it. Place your order now at cleaneatsmealprep.com and see for yourself why everybody's going crazy for Clean Eats. Shaq here. Nobody likes traffic stops, but if there's a stop, we all want it to be easy, smooth, and safe. Safe Stop is designed to provide education about your rights and knowing the law. If you're stopped by the police, things like staying calm and following the officer's instructions will make it a safe stop. Know your rights, know the law. Visit safestopnj.com to learn more. Go to safestopnj.com. 
Broadcasting from the Princeton Orthopedic Associate Studios in the home of the Zach Gelb Show. This is Fox Sports 920, the Jersey. WNJE Trenton, Philadelphia.